What if you were born with a disease that you always knew would kill you? And then what if all of a sudden you were given a second chance? Well, that's exactly what happened to me. And it's the question that we explore on the new podcast series, Breathless from Snack Labs. Join me, Jeremy Saunders, for a series that explores what it means to live and die, to love and to lose, and what it's like to have your whole life turned upside down and the unexpected challenges that come with a life-saving drug. You can listen to Breathless now, wherever you get your podcasts. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. We are back. We're back. Season three. Who knows how many episodes this season will be? <laughs> it's a, what is it? A, it's a wild, wild west of podcasting. That's it. We, we make our own rules over here at this motherfucker. Maybe it's a dog cast now. Uh, folks, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are so, so happy to be back after our uh, very brief one month hiatus. It's amazing how brief it was, but I also feel like I had so much time to sort of like think and breathe yeah. on this, on what we want to do this, this season. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel the same and uh, I'm very excited for what's in the pipeline. Very excited that you are rejoining us, uh, listeners. And of course, to our patrons, thank you for hanging out with us. We had a little bonus episode that we released on Patreon there. So if you haven't checked that out. Uh, you can. And if you want to join our Patreon, uh, www.patreon.com slash turn me on. Um, love to say a huge thank you to those of you who supported us over the month of August with your Patreon dollars. It actually, you know, it's not like a ton of money. It's like, you know, an extra few hundred bucks, but it really helped us be able to take this space yeah. and, um, and actually like dedicate some undivided attention to yeah. setting up a recording schedule for the fall but not only that, it's also helping you, Bride, because mm -hmm. uh, not today, but yesterday, you started your first day back to school. Exactly. Yeah. One, one magical first day of school. Haven't had that in about a, over a decade because we left university Christ, 10 years yeah, ago. A long time ago. Um, and it's so cool. Yesterday was also my first day as a yoga teacher for a new studio because right. our home studio closed. Yep. Um, so I had orientation at first day of school, orientation at first day of the 
the you know that thing that I just said yoga studio yeah and, uh, and it's and Tuesday tomorrow's our first day of season three that's right and uh, for folks that don't know Brody is going back to school to become a masseuse she's going to run her own rub and tug. <laughs> Um, I mean, that's a few years down the road, but, uh, the rub and tug is coming to Halifax. So folks buckle up. Um, is that know, offensive? I don't, I mean, it's not offensive to me. <laughs> I mean, I'm technically the only one here right now. <laughs> Great. Um, but what's funny about that is, uh, you know, twice. So we did it yesterday and we did it today with a new teacher where we went around the room and introduced ourselves. And one of the things they ask you is like a fun fact. And I was like, should I bring up the fact that I have this sex and relationship podcast? And I, oh, totally I should. would have, but I all, I didn't want to come across as like, let me just shamelessly plug my yeah, podcast. Yeah. Subscribe, uh, subscribe <laughs> yeah. on YouTube. We're also on or, Patreon. Oh yeah. On Patreon. <laughs> um, but I, there's a part of me that really wants people to know, not just people, but my teachers to know, yeah. because there's a part of me that wants to be like, could this come back to bite me no. in any, I know it couldn't, no. but the fact that I would say openly on the podcast, like, yeah, I'd run a rub and tug. Yeah. Maybe isn't the first right. what to open with right. on my first day of massage school. I mean, it's funny. I say no, but uh, this podcast has definitely fucked up my, some fucked up some like opportunities for me in the totally. past. Um, totally. I, I don't even know. I think I, I might have mentioned it in, in past episodes, but a, a television show called The Schmishmazing Schmace. <laughs> I can't say the actual name of it because I'll get sued. What happened? I, we were two weeks from going to the start date uh, for the, it was a competition show. Hmm. The Schmishmazing Schmace. Yeah. It rhymes a lot. Like it, it sounds very similar to The Amazing Race. Anyway, um, uh, so uh, yeah, we're towing a line there. Towing a line. So anyway, whatever, uh, folks. If you are just tuning in for the very first time, my name is Jeremy Saunders. I am Bridie McLean, and uh, we are a married polyamorous couple. We've been married now for ten years, as of this past August eleventh, two thousand and twenty-one. Yeah, and um, and we sit down and we talk to people about sexuality, sex health relationships, relationship health, uh, anything under the umbrella of sex and relationships. And so season three is going to be just the the two of us hanging out here, a uh, little catch up for all of our listeners that have been tuning in for the years. And then, uh, and then going forward, folks, we got, we got some like really exciting stuff in the pipeline, like I said, uh, but we're going to like sort of shift, uh, switch up our, our, um, structure our format a little bit mm-hmm. so in if you've been listening up to the the 200 episode mark uh we always had this foreplay segment that was right before uh our conversations unless it was a host episode like this one yeah so the the foreplay segment was you and i and we would talk about things in the news we'd talk about our relationship we'd talk about things in our life that pertain to the show. Sometimes things that have nothing to do with. Mostly nothing to do with the yeah. show. Um, Lots to do with dogs. Yeah. Uh, mental health. We talk a lot about our own mental health. Yeah. Um, and then and then that's the foreplay, kind of warming you up. And then we throw to a conversation with, our, with a guest. This season, we're going to try something a little different. And uh, instead of doing foreplay, we're going we're gonna to focus on aftercare. Mm-hmm. And so the aftercare will be that uh, we will... We will throw right into our episode with the conversation with our guest and then follow that up with a little recording of the two of us doing what we do usually for our foreplay, but mm-hmm. afterwards. So, and that way you can recommend the show to your friends who, even if you think they won't like us, <laughs> yeah. uh, but could value yeah. from the conversations we're having, then, you know, they, they you- have to skip through the first 35 minutes. <laughs> Um, but, uh, who knows that might, you know, we, we might switch that up. We might do like a little bit of foreplay here, a little bit aftercare there. I didn't really talk to you about that, but, uh, yeah, we haven't actually figured that out. And I want to clarify, cause you made it sound like season three was just going to be you and I no, no, the whole no, no. time, just this episode, just this episode, a host episode is just us. Yeah. And oh, then my, phone, my fucking phone's ringing. Yo, can you run and grab that? Yeah. One second. As if, as if this is how we start season three, I didn't turn my phone off. Leah. Uh, this is my partner, Leah. I'm going to just stop that there um so okay i guess it's update time i just said my partner leah yeah that's right where did we leave off at the end of season two well i had just gone through a, a really sad breakup mm-hmm. with my partner leah and then uh, we took a little bit of space and we decided to give things another go and things have been really lovely and um 
yeah, I'll just leave it at that. I'm I'm really happy and doing really good. Do you have to leave it at that? Or because I feel like there are probably some people out there who wonder what happened and maybe you don't need to divulge too much, but I feel like when a relationship ends, there is that period of time for a lot of us where we're wondering, was that the right choice? Did I give it, did I try hard enough? What is it that ended up bringing you back around to trying again? Hmm. Well, I'm not sure how much I want to divulge. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there, there's something that I do. I do value a little bit of privacy. Um, <laughs> Which is new. <laughs> new, certainly from season one. Yeah. New. Um, but what I will say is that um, we, we, COVID took a real big toll, I think, on a lot of us. Um, and I don't mean just me and Leah I mean, and you. I mean, like, all the world. humanity. Yeah. And, um, and there was a, there was a lot of things that were happening in our relationship that was bringing quite a bit of stress to both her and I. And, uh, and I think COVID for sure played a big role in that. Mm -hmm. There were some other things, but COVID really was a a big part in that. It's like a blanket over everything. Yeah, it really is. And, um, and so I kind of, I was, I was about to hit the road, um, but I decided to instead of just call it quits to um i offered up uh i suggested that we take about a month to just not be in contact with one another and uh throughout that period of the month the longer that month went by the more i was pretty sure that i was like done and uh and then Leah and I got together and we, we had a conversation near the end of that month. And Leah is, um, for f- people who don't know much about her, she is, she is a very eloquent mm. writer. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the things that we were finding struggle in was like the way we communicated with our words. Mm-hmm. And so we got together and we had a conversation and in that get together near the end of the month of space, uh, she really, she said some things that really just kind of floored me that made me realize, uh, that perhaps walking away wasn't the right thing to do. And so we decided to kind of tiptoe our way back into the relationship, take our time. And, uh, and so we are now, geez, now, I guess it's like been an over a month now of coming back together and it's been, it's been really beautiful mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm just super in love and really happy. And, um, I'm, j- I'm glad that things didn't go the way that I had anticipated them to go or, or kind of saw them going. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'll leave it at that. Um, but, but we are, we are, um, back in action, baby. And you said too, that like maybe walking away wasn't the right thing to do, but it sounds like it was right. Taking space was, so here's the thing is I've never really been in that scenario. And I talked to so many people throughout that process. Mm -hmm. I've never really been in the scenario of like, um, being in a relationship and deciding to take dedicated amounts of space to to sort of figure out what your needs are and what your boundaries are and um uh so this was my first time doing that and it was you know if anyone's in a relationship where they're they're really in love but they feel like things just aren't working mm-hmm. um the i think the easy road I mean, it's not easy. It's fucking hard. But the the easiest way to deal with that is to go, fuck this. I, I got to fucking get out of here mm-hmm. and leave. But to very mindfully set in place a boundary of like taking time to really consider all of the things that are that you are investing into a relationship um, mm-hmm. and taking time to like reacquaint yourself with yourself 
and what your desires and your needs are. Um, and also allowing that other person that you're with to have space to do the same thing. Man, I can't, I can't, I can't recommend it enough. Like it was a very, I, it felt, it was a very valuable experience for both of us, I think. And so it's, you know, I don't like, I don't like, uh, I don't like speaking on, on her behalf. So I'm, I'm going to try to not do that, but I think it, it did us both, uh, uh, it did us both really well. And so, yeah, so things are, things are great. Um, so that was, that was me in our time away from you, the listener. Mm-hmm. Um, but also within that space of time. So moving, moving along now outside of, uh, the relationship with me and Leah, um, also within this month of taking time off, we celebrated our 10 year wedding anniversary, uh-huh. just fucking does bananas. not feel like it was 10 years ago. It doesn't. It doesn't. When I see photos from our wedding, I'm like, holy we were shit, babies. look how young we are. I know. And now, I, but, but it does feel like that 10 years kind of zipped by. We're fucking getting old. We're going to get old and die really soon. I know. It's crazy. Which I have so many things I want to say about that, um, it, which sort of pertain to my goals for season three of the podcast. Um, but I'd love to mention the fact that we celebrated that 10 years uh, anniversary on a on a Big old family camping trip. Yeah. With, you know, my sister and her kid. My sister and her kids. And your mother and your and her boyfriend and your Ooh, grandmother. Aren't together anymore. We can talk about that. After. Oh shit. Yep. Oh no. Okay. I <laughs> hope it wasn't that camping weekend. No, I don't think it was. Um, and then you and Leah and Todd and I yep. and a bunch of dogs and a oh, so bunch of dogs. kids. Yeah. And it was awesome. It's really beautiful. Totally my totally the way we celebrated our wedding was just like let's get all the people together yeah. and be outside rain or shine. Um and, and it was rain. And there was rain. There was. In fact, the number of times the phrase was uttered that soon the sun will come out and burn away all the fog, give it an hour yeah. was the entire weekend. Yeah. Um but it made me laugh every time. No, I love that shit. Uh, and, I, and I'm really glad we celebrated our wedding that way. But I also couldn't help but think, you know, we don't have... So Todd and I, we celebrate the anniversary of our first date. Right. Um, That's what Leah and I do too. Right. And we, you and I, I've never done that in a relationship before. I've right. never celebrated an anniversary. And the fact that we have this wedding anniversary is great. But I would say, you know... We've actually been together for like 13 years. Yes. Which is bananas. Yeah. What would what was our first date? Uh I don't remember. I don't either. We were both drunk and I kissed you. I don't think that was a date. I don't think so either. But it all kind of blended together. There was like there were there were non-date, there were dates that weren't dates. Yeah. And yeah. then but I, I kind of mark it as sort of September of that second year of university when you oh, came yeah, back okay. from Halifax yeah. and we were just kind of dating at that point. Um, hey, Donut, bud. Can you stop that? He likes to eat things. Just chewing on a big old plastic just fan over there. Fan. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but I think that's really neat, too. To, to, like, I've known you for 14 years. It's crazy. We've been intimate in this way for 13 years. Yeah. And... Um, I think I read a meme or I read something recently on the old Instagram or, s- or something that um, pointed out the fact that folks who don't get married and don't have kids, they don't they don't get to celebrate or have their friends come together for the same kinds of celebrations that we yeah. do for like weddings and anniversaries and our kids birthdays and so on um, and and baby showers and wedding showers and all of those celebrations are sort of asking those people to spend money on you. Sure. But they're also just (laughs) exclusive to folks who do those kinds of markers uh, of of things in their lives. And I think if one thing, well, we've learned so many things in this podcast, but I think a big thing is we want to celebrate love no matter the co- the format of yes. the relationship. And not exclusively. Like we want to include everyone in that as well. And have you know. dedicated long-term relationships that aren't just the husband. Yeah. You know, whether it's, you know, diff- different kinds of 
intimacy comes it comes in different forms yeah. and we want to prioritize all of our intimate relationships yeah um so yeah i i've enjoyed i enjoyed that part of our summer it was definitely a highlight for me i think next time your mom is keen for us all to get cabins yes. rather than sleep in tents yeah uh, she's not a big tent fan no no apparently not but yep. i hope that's not what scared mike away nope. anyway no uh, right. we can talk about that off air <laughs> oh shit um uh yeah you know and so putting this out to the listeners um uh turn me on podcast.gmail.com if you want to hit us up send us a message but uh we'd love to hear the ways that you celebrate your love especially if it's ways that are non-conventional uh much like our relationship and and much like a lot of the relationships of the people that listen to this show further to that point would all, I'm just going to echo would love, would love to hear your stories and let us know if you're comfortable with us reading them out on the podcast. Yeah. Cause we'd love to include more, more real life, uh, stories. Yeah. Um, Oh shit. What was I going to say? You said, uh, stories about celebrating non-conventional love. Oh yeah. We have a conversation coming up with a, uh, family lawyer who is, sort of an expert in polyamory in mm-hmm. Canada. Yeah. Um, we haven't interviewed him yet. So uh, if you have questions about family mm-hmm. law and polyamory, yeah. um, I already learned many things from him in our 20 minute pre-call, but uh, it's going to be a fascinating conversation and we'd love to hear and include any of the questions you have. Um, the sooner the better. Cause we don't exactly know when we're talking to him. Could be next week. Uh, yeah. And uh, the way we came across him, so this is a bit, kind of an exciting thing. I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about it, but I will anyway. Just, just don't say the name of it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the working title was. The, uh, apparently it might be the title they're going with. That's what this fella said. Oh, okay. So don't uh, say it. There's a series that I was asked to be a part of that, uh, that got picked up by CBC. It's a six part mini series uh, that will be on CBC Gem. Uh, early next year, like like spring of next year. Is CBC what, is a Canadian broadcasting corporation. Oh, for thanks for clearing that up. Friends who are in the yeah. U.S. or not in Canada. I feel like I feel like the U.S. people know CBC. Do you know CBC? It's like who doesn't know BBC, CBC, PBS? Like those are the three public That's broadcasters. That's true. In in the U.K., U.S. and I wouldn't Canada. have known that about the U.S. I would have been like, I don't know, ABC. No, 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 PB, PBS. PBS. Public broadcasting that makes sense. System. Anyway, um, uh, so I was a part of this uh, series, six-part series. Not going to say it's a ripoff of Explained, but it's very similar to Explained, um, the Netflix series that does a wonderful job. I think Vox is behind that. It is an incredible series. It's very good. But this one is all about sex and relationships in Canada. So there's one episode that's like all about uh, consensual non-monogamy. There's an episode all about... Um, like gender and 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 um, uh, uh, like the gender binary and then and non-binary. Um, there's an episode about oh, sex and tech, cool. and it's all focused on Canada, like what's happening in Canada. Neat. So anyway, I was on I was on as one of the commentators for the um, non-monogamy episode. And super fun, really fun time. Great crew. Uh, the production company is out of Montreal and they, they've been going all around Canada uh, interviewing folks, people who are living in relationships that are non um, traditional, non traditional relationships, uh, interviewing professionals in their field of like sex tech and, and these types of things. Um, and this, this lawyer. Uh, who we're going to have on the show is actually one of the people that were featured on the show. Mm. Uh, will probably be in the episode that I'm in. So keep your your eyes peeled for that CBC gem. Uh, I won't say the titles that I've heard so far. Uh, None of them are great. Uh, yeah, one of them. One of them I did. I didn't mind. Okay. There was another one that I I I, I wasn't a, a huge fan of. The family lawyer I spoke to was like kind of has a cheesy title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's why it's a working title. Yeah. Uh, but very very exciting thing that happened over the summer as well was that. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm just really stoked for for what we've got coming up this season. I think we have some really good conversations that we've done so far. And conversations that we have coming up. 
and of course, uh, you you know you've been planning a lot of how you want this to look for the for the the, the foreseeable future, and uh, I like that we're the sh- that we're kind of putting a little bit more focus on things like polyamory because mm. you know it's it's like we we talked about that a ton earlier in the show, and then we kind of veered away from it for a little while, and it's I'm I'm glad that we're coming back to it because mm-hmm. I think it's going to be really fun. I think so too, and also a lot of the conversations we're having are a little more, um, I guess from thinkers. Yeah. Um, I want to say, and, but there is still lots of room in the recording schedule for the average everyday slutty folks. And we'd love to hear, uh, from you. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, you can email us at termionpodcast at gmail.com. We'd just love to hear some old fashioned stories of, you know, kink and, or whatever floats your boat. Um, we'd like to hear from from the average from everyday mild folk. to wild to kink. Hey, you got it. Mild um, to wild. Turn me on podcast. We'll be back after this short break. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Uh, yeah, it was a little, uh, a little shout out to another podcast that I listened to. Um, so another thing that was that that happened while we were away that I kind of want to talk about today was the whole fucking OnlyFans debacle. That was holy shit, shocking and yet not surprising at all. Not surprising at all, uh, but also surprising. Um, and it's interesting because so like when it when it all came out, the, the way that I understood it at first was that OnlyFans was like look, we're going to ban all sexual, expli- sexually explicit content because... The credit card companies. Banks and financial companies are, are, not, are, are pulling out because they're not willing to back sex workers. And what that means is, like, as a patron of someone on OnlyFans, <laughs> you would pay with your credit card yeah. or you'd pay with your, buy, through your bank and banks were like we're not gonna we're not gonna, we're not gonna allow only fans to accept visa or accept mastercard for charges related to sexual content right and so and so it's interesting because like only fans really did build its back off of sex workers uh-huh. yeah and then they I don't started think that's how that phrase goes uh they whatever you, off the backs they, of sex workers thank you. yeah they built their back off sex workers <laughs> <laughs> and uh and so and then they were like they were trying to like you could see it in the marketing that they were like pushing more of like a patreon kind of thing where it's like hey the only fans like isn't just for fucking and like showing your nipples it's also for like showing people how good you are at a guitar or like whatever and uh and which i just thought was like kind of funny um because nobody everybody everyone knows that only fans is is the platform is the most well-known platform to go find and pay for porn, essentially. Um, and so this whole banks thing was like from the, the sex worker from directly, directly. 
And so Ish. the whole Banks thing came out. But then I was I was having beers with my friend Emily and she was like, she told me about this BBC article that she read, this BBC investigation article about how it's less to do with that. And that's what they are putting out there in the in the, like the media sphere to cover their asses. But according to this BBC article, and it's called OnlyFans, how it handles illegal sex videos, BBC investigation oh. by Noel, uh, Noelle Tithridge. Um, this goes on to expose some things that are a little bit more in depth, um, in terms of like the sketchiness that was going on on OnlyFans. So internal documents leaked to BBC News reveal that OnlyFans allows moderators to give multiple warnings to accounts that post illegal content on its online platform before deciding to close them. Described as a, quote, compliance manual, the documents also show that staff are asked to be more lenient towards successful accounts on the British content sharing service. Didn't realize it was uh, British. Uh, moderation specialists and child protection experts say that say this shows OnlyFans, which is best known for hosting pornography, has some, quote, tolerance for accounts posting illegal content. Uh, OnlyFans says it goes far beyond, quote, all relevant global safety standards and regulations and does not tolerate breaches of its terms of service. On Thursday evening, OnlyFans said it would ban sexually explicit content on the site from October. The announcement comes after BBC News approached the company for its response to the leaked documents and concerns about its handling of accounts posting illegal content. Oh. So, so this was news to me. Uh, they go on to say... The site has more than 120 million subscribers who pay a monthly fee and tips to creators for videos, photos, and the ability to send personal messages to them. OnlyFans takes 20% of all payments. So you have an OnlyFans uh, and somebody goes and they buy, they buy a video from you for, um, for $100. $100. You get 80% of that and 20% goes to OnlyFans. Mm -hmm. In May, BBC News revealed the site was failing to prevent under-18s from selling and appearing in explicit videos, despite it being illegal for children to do so. Mm. At the time, OnlyFans said attempts to use the site fraudulently were, quote, rare. Now, the leaked documents show accounts are not automatically shut down if they break the site's terms of service. Moderators have also told BBC News that they've found prostitution services advertised, bestiality, and material one moderator believed uh, to be incest. The BBC has seen examples of some of this banned content. In one video, a man is seen eating feces. In another, a man... Is that illegal? Uh, I, I don't know about I illegal, but I think it, it, it goes against the terms of service or Copy. OnlyFans. Can't be illegal to eat, eat shit. I can't imagine. I'm sure it's illegal to eat shit somewhere. There's got to be a state that's like, Listeners. you can't eat your own shit in the bathtub or whatever. <laughs> you know, it's like some rare. Yeah. Yeah. Rare. Some old draconian law. <laughs> let, let people eat shit where they want. Um, uh, in another, a man pays homeless people to have sex with him on camera. Now, again, it's like, OK, is this is this what you're actually viewing or is this like role play? I, do, I don't know. Right. But this is what this is what BBC is saying. OnlyFans says it now it, it has now removed the videos and the documents are not manuals or, quote, official guidance. In a statement, it says, quote, we do not tolerate any violation of our terms of service and we may take and we take immediate action to uphold the safety and security of our users. Moderators we spoke to have given a rare insight into how content on the site is checked. Christoph, not his real name, says on some days he has viewed up to 2000 photos and videos looking for content prohibited by the site. He uses lists of keywords to search within bios, posts and private messages between creators and their subscribers. He says he found illegal and extreme content in videos, including bestiality involving dogs and the use of spy cams, guns, knives, and drugs. Some material is not actively searched for by moderators as frequently as, frequently as he believed it should be, says Kristoff, despite being banned under the platform's terms of service. On multiple occasions, he says, OnlyFans told him he over-moderated, particularly in relation to videos showing sex in public and to, quote, third-party content, material featuring, featuring people not registered with OnlyFans. OnlyFans says moderators are given specific briefs, and they, if they routinely go beyond them, they will be, quote, direct, directed to focus only on their assigned types of content. 
Christoph also says that despite being banned, the advertising of sex for sale is common among low earners on the site. Christoph and a second person who has moderated content for the site say some creators offer competitions to meet and have sex with their fans as a way of increasing tip payments. I, I like, I, you know, this is like, okay, sure, it goes against their, their regulations, but also it's like, guys, fuck off. One of the documents we obtained detailing moderation guidelines in 2020 states that ad, adverts for sex are an issue for the site. It says the, quote, most popular places for escort promo unquote, on the site are creators, usernames, bios, content descriptions, and tip menus, which advertise customized videos. The document says examples of this promotion include references to PPM, pay per meet, cash meets, book me, IRL meets, Scort, and others. Right. Despite this, BBC News was, uh, was able to find more than 30 active accounts using those keywords and bios, profiles, and posts on one day. So, you know, it's like, there, it's, it's one of those things where it's, Why are we still, why are we still fucking, why are we still making sex work illegal? You know what I mean? Like I get, I, I get like, it's one thing to go. We don't want to allow abuse to happen on the site. Yeah. Duh. Like anywhere. No one should be, no one should be fucking dogs. Like don't fuck dogs. (laughs) That like, that just goes without saying don't, don't post things that don't have the consent of people to post. But then also this whole thing about coming down on people for advertising escort services. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, let, yeah, I don't fucking know anyway, but okay. So whatever the point here is that it goes against the terms of service and that OnlyFans isn't cracking down on that enough. And so if that's a problem, then, then obviously it's a slippery slope to lead to other problems like, like bestiality and things that like actually are causing a lot of fucking harm and, and that's horrible. So this article goes fucking goes on and on and on forever. It's a huge, huge piece. I'm not going to go through it all. But when I read this, when all this was going on, I was thinking to myself, like, man, OnlyFans can't be the only place that exists that offers this type of service for sex workers that is sex worker positive. And obviously it isn't, but it is the biggest name. It's like it's the one that got into the forefront of it's it's the household name. The consumer's name, mind. The consumer's mind. Who like my mom fucking knows what OnlyFans is. You know what I mean? So does your mom have an OnlyFans? I hope not. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't hope not. I it, look. I hope my mom is happy. Right. I hope that if she does, I don't know about it, <laughs> and we'll keep it that way. Um. So so I started to like kind of look into what are the other alternatives, and I came across this post from SugarWorldwide.com. Sugar this, Worldwide. Yes, and I reposted a a um, a story from Afterglow, our friends at Afterglow, on our Instagram account that um, that was from these folks at Sugar Worldwide, and this is like a, a sex worker positive uh, uh, sort of blog, and they have a IG account, and it's run by sex workers, and it's all SW positive. They wrote a, a IG blo- Instagram SW sex worker. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Uh, they wrote this article August 28th, uh, 2021. So just uh, just a few days ago uh, as of recording this. It's called, I tried four OnlyFans alternatives and here's an honest breakdown. Full-time OF model, sex worker and Sugar's very own Vanessa Hinata tried four subscription sites that could be potential alternatives for OnlyFans. Even though the platform has recently... So, oh, right. We should come back and say... They came out with this whole hoobla about banning sexual content. And then like three or four days later, they reversed that and right. said, you know what? Uh, we heard all the shouting and we're going to listen to our, our we're going to listen to the folks that we literally used to create this platform, sex workers and the, their customers and their customers. And we're not we're now not going to ban sexually, sexually explicit. explicit content. Yeah. Okay. I didn't hear that. That's so, so yeah, they changed they they changed their tune on that, and this was a couple of days ago. So, um, so this goes on to say Vanessa goes on to say, uh, even though the platform has recently revoked their decision to ban pornographic content, it may still be a smart precautionary move to begin diversifying where you host your content 
and income now to avoid a panic if OnlyFans can't live up to their promise. Smart. Here's a full breakdown of what loyal fans, AVN stars, Fansly, and Pocket Stars have to offer. So those are the four services. So I went through these services to check them out. And um, and I guess I'll, I'll let you know which one like kind of looked and like felt the best to me. Is that what all those new charges are on our credit card? <laughs> uh, neither going to confirm nor deny that. Uh, so the first one they have is loyal fans. Loyal fans. Loyal fans. So the minimum payout on... OnlyFans is 20 bucks. The minimum? The minimum payout, $20. Uh, on loyal fans, the minimum, minimum payout is $50. Okay. Uh, the percentage, the kickback to loyal fans is the same as OnlyFans, which is 20%. Uh, and how it works, subscriptions. So OnlyFans, you have to choose whether or you want a subscription based on... Uh, based Sorry, OnlyFans, you have to choose whether you want a subscription-based website or a free page. You can have both, but you have to get approved for the second page. Some people get easily approved, others don't. I was not approved, so I do not have a positive experience with it. Loyal Fans gives fans an opportunity to follow your page or subscribe, which is great because even if they are just following you, they have access to your video store meaning you can still make money without them being subscribed to you. It's mm -hmm. like having a free page and a subscription page all in one. So uh, Vanessa seems to dig the way that works here versus OnlyFans. The ways to make money, there's referral programs. So uh, OnlyFans had, used to have this lifetime 5% referral program. So referral commissions of 5% for every new model. Um, they changed it now. It's 12 months only. So if you subscribe someone and they, or if you send someone to OnlyFans and they go, I'm going to start an OnlyFans and I was referred by my friend Tracy, then Tracy gets 5% kickback of, of your profits. Well, they also capped that to a $50,000 per model. So you can wow. only, you can only make up to $50,000 and it was only for 12 months. Okay. But it used to be lifetime. Okay. Loyal fans has a lifetime 5% referral commission as well as a customer revenue share. So every time a subscriber signs up to the site for you, even if they purchase content from another model, you receive 5%. Anytime that subscriber spends, spends money, you will receive 5%. 5%. Oh, wow. So a bit of a better, uh, it's better in that way as well. Phone calls. Uh, you cannot receive phone calls on OnlyFans. But you can, however, receive phone calls through loyal fans. And yes, you can set the rate. Oh, wow. So you can post a number, like a phone number, set the rate, and they can call you. Oh, my gosh. Kind of fun. So a little phone sex happening in there. They also have a pay-per-message slash view. So OnlyFans did have a PPV and also a PPM, pay-per-view or pay-per-minute or pay-per-message. But it was only possible to have both when you had a free site. If you had a subscription site, you weren't able to charge text. With loyal fans, you could have the best of both e uh, worlds, even if they are subscribed. Meaning, if you still want to charge your subscribers to message you, even if it's, if it's just a text, you still can. Great for sexting sessions. While I love Sex Panther, it's just easier to keep your subscribers all in one platform. So Sex Panther is another like okay. paid for uh, text kind of thing. Um, there's a bunch of other things here that they go through, but uh, essentially loyal fans is like, all in all, just better than OnlyFans anyway. Okay. And I went to Loyal Fans and it's it, it seems pretty robust. And there's a lot of creators on there. And some of the creators have like huge, huge following numbers. Do you know where that one came from? I don't. No, I didn't look, I didn't look that deep into it. Because it sounds like maybe it could have been around as long as OnlyFans, but yeah. they just had OnlyFans had a catchier name. Yeah, yeah. I wonder. Um uh, loyalfans.com is an all-exclusive fan club platform that enables artists and creators of all types to unique efforts in the That's okay. I don't need the answer. Yeah, it doesn't really say. Um, so then uh, Vanessa goes on to talk about AVN stars. So AVN, the adult video... Is it adult video network? I think so. Yeah, it's kind of... It's AVN, like the AVN awards. So their minimum payout, AVN uh, stars... Uh, payout is $25, which is only $5 more than OnlyFans. So not that bad. So basically, you you get a paycheck from the site 
after a minimum, a minimum that much has been paid to you. Percentage kickback is the same as OnlyFans, 20%. Uh, subscriptions, unlike OnlyFans, where if your page is subscri- uh, subscription-based, the only way for them to view your content as well as interact with your content is to be subscribed. On AVN Stars, it's in your hands what you allow your followers versus your subscribers to see. Oh, and the most that you can charge on OnlyFans for a monthly subscription is $50. On AVN Stars, there is no cap. So you could set your your subscription model to $400 a month. If you wanted. Okay. Uh, ways to make money. They have, again, lifetime 5% referral program. Uh, they have the, the PPV, um, but AVN also has a PPM, meaning, again, that you can charge to send texts uh, without attaching any media to it. Um, the promotion thing, you need to promote your own profile. So AVN Stars has an explore all page. They promote people who have... Uh, updated recently and poop people who are new to the site. And there's a couple other things there. And then the other two, there was Fansly and uh, Pocket Stars. Those two didn't really seem to kind of like stack up to OnlyFans. The two that really were, that really stood out uh, according to what I looked at was OnlyFans, or sorry, Loyal Fans and AVN Stars. So Got it. putting that out there for anyone who is listening who has an OnlyFans and is kind of like, fuck this fucking company. Yeah, could pull the rug out from underneath you at any time. These two options uh, exist out there. And for folks who are subscribed to OnlyFans and also just want to support sex workers, um, there's other options out there that exist. That's great information. Yeah. So I always think it's great to diversify your your income so your bases are covered if, if something like that, something like this goes down. Well, that's really interesting. And I, I don't know, we probably, maybe we talked about this uh, at the end of last season, but we had an election here, a provincial election here um, last month, like two seconds ago, basically ended. And there was a candidate uh, running, not for oh, yeah. like, I'm like, a, like the head of the province or anything, but for their district who had previously had an OnlyFans account where she sold images of herself. And um, that was all over the news here for a while in, in Nova Scotia and Halifax because basically the, you know, the, the argument was, was that she disclosed that information when she was asked or when she put herself forward as a candidate. But essentially she felt that um, she was sort of bullied out of dropping out of the race. And not only it. that... So this whole thing came out in the news that it was because of boudoir photos. Boudoir photos, yeah, right. And that's on, what they were calling it. And she divulged that information beforehand. Exactly. And this is the liberal party. So this is like our left for folks who don't know. Um and the premier of our province at the time, also liberal, he had that like same week had come out because it was found out in the news that he had a previous DUI oh, that he yeah. didn't divulge. Oh yeah. And so the whole the whole like conversation piece was like, okay, so we're gonna we're gonna say it's okay for this fucking you Dude, know white it. man in power to go out drinking and driving in his past and be cool with that. Yet this young woman who had like boudoir photos online you're going to like force her out. Not she, illegal. Yeah. Not illegal. Yeah. Didn't break any fucking laws. Uh, yeah. It was just a, it was just a fucking dumb shit. Show. And now we have a conservative government. We do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we do. So we'll, we'll not be anticipating, uh, a whole lot of support for sex workers. I don't think I can't. Yeah. I liberal can't imagine. Party, yeah. Not that we were getting support of it anyway with the liberal party. No, no one seems to support it. We do here at Turn Me On. We certainly do. We love you. We love our sex workers. I mean, Bridie's about to be one with this whole mas- masseuse thing. Um, I hope the banks will accept my business plan. <laughs> I probably shouldn't be saying that. Yeah, right. Uh, well, this is, uh, again, so glad to to be back with you folks. Before we wrap it up, do you have any just the tips? Anything that you've kind of like been up to that you want to share with the folks or some some kind of recommendation? Um, here's sort of a roundabout way. because. 
I do. I want to, we, we want just the tips to continue on as a part of our season three, mm-hmm. but something else I'd like to um, include as a part of our season three. And maybe we can talk about this for the next episode, but <laughs> I'd love to talk about um, also gratitude. I'd love to yes. like to talk about a thing that we're grateful for. I've had um, a, since Lee and I got back together, I've been doing a daily gratitude practice. It's, it is. It's great. For any of you who really are feeling like you want to support your mental health and you're not sure how to do that in a way that's free or easy, easy, searching for gratitude in your brain, neurologically speaking, Mm. has been proven to change the chemistry. Even if you, even if you're so sad that you can't come up with anything, even the process of searching your mind is, has an effect on your, Mm. on your chemistry. So, um, we here at term man podcast, we're also very passionate about mental health. And, um, and so, yeah, so I'd like to include gratitude. So this is a just the tips that also has to do with gratitude. Um, and reflects on the experiences I had yesterday going around the circle in a room full of strangers and talking about our name. So we had to announce our name, our, where we were from and uh, uh, like what brought us to the program. And I noticed that a lot of the people on in that orientation day of my first day of massage school talked about feeling they're here because they're coming from a place of burnout, mm. of, you know, just like disaster with other careers or um, just needing a change. And it was all like real big life stuff. And I went home at the end of the day and I felt really good and really excited about all the people in my class. But I also felt like I had circulated everyone's information as well as my own from this perspective of like coming from this difficult place. And one of the things we used to do at the Moto Yoga teacher trainings was do we do these opening circles and we'd say, name, where are you from? Um, what brought you here? But then we'd also say, what do you want to get from this? What, how do you want to feel basically when you walk out of here in a month? And that was a component that I think was missing to our opening circle yesterday at school. And what it does, I find, is just puts a, what it was, what was missing for me was like, yeah, I came from this place of burnout and stress and anxiety. I needed a change but I don't want to carry that all year. I want to head towards something. So, um, so as a part of this new feature of turn me on podcast, where we also have a, we have just the tips and maybe we announce something that we're grateful for. Um, one, I'm really grateful for all of the experiences I've had in my life so far that got me to this point where I can recognize that that's something that I need to do is like set an intention for myself for this new exciting chapter. Um, and I'm going to turn it into the turn me on lens now and say that I'm really grateful for the time that we have put in on this podcast and all of the amazing conversations we've had, all the things that I've, I've learned. Um, and that what I would, like to get from this next chapter of season three, however long, however many episodes it goes for is I, um, am, I am intending to feel, um, uh, playful, Mm -hmm. um, to have fun with it and to have it feel probably a lot more easeful than I felt about the podcast in the, in the past. Um, that it can be, um, I mean, not that it hasn't always been honest and real, but that it can be that as well as, as playful and fun Ooh. and, and hopefully informative and playful and fun for folks who are listening at home. Okay. Uh, I'm grateful for, uh, I'm grateful for Donut. Yeah. My little pup. Pick him up. Pick them up and show them to the camera. Uh, patrons uh, or folks who aren't patrons yet, you can see this adorable dog and adorable us um, on screen for these uh, aftercare sessions and host episodes by subscribing 
to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Jermion. Look at that face. He, he really is like a Muppet. Like he looks like a fucking Muppet. It's so funny. Yeah. So he, I'm, I'm, I, was tra- I was doing a little training session with him today and he did so good. He did such a good job. And for those of our listeners who are are not sighted, there may be some, we may have some visually impaired folks. We have this puppy. It has curly hair that Jeremy does a great job of brushing out a couple of times, you know, whenever it needs to happen. But he's all dark brown, like a piece of chocolate, but his paws and his his uh, eyebrows and his little like tuxedo part, like his little chest and his feet are all a light brown. Yeah. So he just so looks totally dapper all the time. Uh, speaking of dogs, should also throw this out there. The day we're recording this has been one year since uh, we said goodbye to our... Snuffleupagus. Our big hippo buddy, Bigby, uh, our, our previous dog who we had for eight years, and he was such a good boy. He was such a good boy, <laughs> and I didn't realize it was a year. I had no idea. Until our nieces posted about it on Instagram. Yeah. And which was so cute that they did that. And, uh, and it, it was a really hard, like all the pictures I posted on my Instagram of him today were from that last that weekend, last weekend yeah. that we had. And I had a good cry about it. I was not expecting that level of emotion to come back no. again a mm. year later, but holy shit, it's hard. I know. It's hard to lose a dog. Maybe even harder than losing a person. I mean, it's all relative, but I, like, if, I mean, if anyone knows that, it's you. Yeah, yeah, right. Because I also lost my dad <laughs> and two of my grandmothers that same year. But I'm only talking about the dog. Yeah. Um. Uh. I see. So yeah, I'm grateful for uh for the life we have with Bigby, and I'm grateful for this new life with Donut. And my just the tips is uh, I have Leah and I have been rewatching for me rewatching new for her, but I've been rewatching Penny Dreadful, uh, which is actually one of the tattoos that one of the larger tattoos that I have is like the inspiration for that. And man, I forgot how fucking good that show was. Holy shit. I won't say anything other than if you are a fan of horror, even in the slightest, you will love this show. Only three seasons. It's a Showtime show. So if, if you're here in Canada and you have Crave, it's, you can get it on there. Um, only three seasons. A US, UK co-production. Phenomenal. Everything about it is fucking perfect. Fucking good. That's really exciting. I'm going to add uh, another Just the Tips just because I think we're all really hungry for, entertain- for entertainment and things yeah. that make us feel good. Um, I watched The Big Sick the other day for the first time. It's a film. I don't remember the actors' names. It's really fucking funny, and uh, highly recommend oh, you watch I've it. Seen it. I have to watch it. Yeah, you should watch it. Okay. Yeah, uh, folks, thank you, thank you for tuning in. We're back, season three. Next week, we've got a fucking amazing conversation coming at you. A little reminder: we're going to go right into that conversation, and then we'll come out on the other end with a little bit of aftercare. And uh, in the meantime, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, leave a rating and a review. We'd love to hear from you on there. If you're listening on Spotify, hit the follow button. Uh, and if you are uh, looking to support the podcast in any way outside of that, you can do it with your uh, your wallet uh, by going to patreon.com slash termion, where you can get exclusive content, including uh, all host episodes through video or the after uh, care segments or previous foreplay segments all on video. Um, we love each and every one of you. Thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, can't wait to bring you some really fucking fun, interesting conversations in the coming weeks. And with that, that is it for this week. Until next week. Go fucking touch yourself.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.